Dear listener, welcome back to the Beautiful Chaos Podcast. I'm so happy to be with you again. On this episode, we investigate the ways we can sit with what we've learned so far. I'm recording this episode in Virgo season with six planets in retrograde. Mercury, being one of those planets, is also retrograde in Virgo. So yes, this seems to me to be the perfect time for analysis. There's nothing that a Virgo will do better than analyze. And so with this episode, it offers us the opportunity for a lot of reflection. And so let's take a moment to center ourselves into a reflective place. Gemini rules our breath and our lungs. So through this reflection, I'm going to ask you to take deep breaths. Be present to what you're feeling. And whenever you may be feeling some anxiety, take a breath. Take your journal out and begin to journal some of your immediate feelings that you're receiving from the questions that I'll be asking. I'm asking these questions of all of us, including myself. So at times, you will notice that (laughs) as I begin to speak on it. The first question that I have for us as a community is, are we courageous enough to begin again? We talked about an Aries North node and the opportunity for us to begin again. Beginning again requires a lot of courage and it requires a lot of resilience. Oftentimes, when we're beginning again, there are many around us who will not be supportive and we have to begin again anyway. So with each breath that we take, we are able to begin again. Many will say, Karen, I'm too established I'm too old. I've done this for such a long time. I don't know who myself will be if I were to begin again. And I say to you, each breath that we take offers us an opportunity to renew and to begin again. We have every opportunity to begin again. With each inhale is an opportunity for us to return to ourselves and to be alive in ourselves and to choose a different path. That does take enormous courage. So the question is, are we courageous enough? Are we resilient enough to begin again, regardless of where we are now? The other question that I want to ask is, Can you be your own cheerleader? Are you able to cheer for yourself like no one else can in these moments that we're choosing to begin again or in these moments that we're choosing to do something new that no one else has done before? Or maybe they have done it before, but now it's your turn. Are we able to be our own cheerleader? Are we able to cheer for ourselves even when voices around us are silent? And those voices around us that are silent could come from our community, could come from our parents and our peers. When we're choosing to begin again, these voices of encouragement that we normally turn to could be silent. And are we courageous enough to say, we don't need those voices. We don't need their approval. 
We can do this all on our own. We can become our own cheerleaders in these moments. We can step into a space where we begin to become our best advisor, our best guide. And then what will happen is that once you have stepped into that space, you will hear these voices slowly begin to support you and they will build into a cheer. But oftentimes, we have to step out and become our own cheerleader. The next question is, have we become courageous enough to live a heart-centered life? Aries Ogun rules the heart. And as such, our decisions with a North Node in Aries has to come from a heart-centered place. So we have to ask ourselves, are we ready to live a heart-centered life? Now, many people have said to me in the past, Karen, how do we live a heart-centered life? And I've written an entire chapter on this in my book, The Art and Practice of Spiritual Herbalism. The quickest way to living a heart-centered life is really to tune into your heart by listening to your heart. How do you listen to your heart? Well, you turn off the mind and you tap into your heart and you simply ask your heart each day, what is it that it wants? What does my heart want to eat? What does my heart want me to wear? What does my heart want me to say? Who does my heart want me to interact with? It is by asking the heart that we uplift the heart over our thoughts. This is the practice. It doesn't automatically happen, but it becomes so once we set that wheel in motion by practicing. So, you know, there are parts of our day that this may be easier to go with, and there are other parts that may be harder. For example, does my heart want me to go to work? Many people will say, probably not. <laughs> so that is a question that you definitely will have to ask the heart in a different way. And many times I say to my heart, when I was working a job that didn't align with my heart fully, I would say, what is my heart asking me to align with in this position that can lead me to the work that I want? So what is it in this position that you can tap into and align with for today that moves you into the work in which you want? So there is a way each day to tap into your heart and I'm encouraging you to begin this practice. Where has your light gone and what keeps you from finding it? That is my next question. When I talked about the North Node in Aries, I spoke about this connection to your light, this connection to your Ori, this connection to the light that has been with you since your inception. And where have we deviated? How have we gone so far away from that light because of our programming that we're seeking now to return to that light and we can't find it? And when there are obstacles in our way to finding that light. Are we able to remove those obstacles and begin again so that we can get back closer and closer to the light of our soul? And so I ask you, where has your light gone? 
Where have you gone? How far have you traveled away from your light? And once you find it, have you made a promise to yourself never to let go of your light again? Oftentimes, we find this light by returning to our ancestors. Many of us have found our light again by returning to our ancestor soil, the land in which our ancestors walked. To return there again is time traveling and returning to your light, returning to your ancestors, returning to their beliefs, turning to their practices, returning to their medicine is the quickest way for us to return to our light. And once we get there, we want to remember that we will never again let go of our ancestral practices in order to assimilate or to fit in or to be accepted because this keeps us from our light. So this practice, this question is really about connecting to the part of yourself that is deeper and brighter and illuminates our path as we walk forward in our new beginning. Do we love ourselves exactly as we are? Do we believe that we are enough? And do we understand that enough is just a baseline to an all-consuming, beautiful love of the self? Many of us get lost in the word self-love. We hear it so often, and yet it's not tangible. What's tangible is to feel each day that we are worthy, to know that you were born worthy for all your desires. Everything that you desire, you were already born worthy of. There is no need for you to then seek out worth through other people other places, and other things. As you stand, you are worthy. Enough is a baseline. So are we capable of loving ourselves fully in this moment? Not five years from now, not six months from now, but in this moment. Are our relationships equitable? Do we have equity in all our relationships? We understand that relationships are cyclical things, but have we gotten to a place where we are giving as much as we're receiving and understanding that there are cycles that we will be giving more and cycles where we will be receiving more? But are we building right relationships with the people in our lives? Are we grateful for the beauty in our lives. Gratitude is the vehicle for jumping timelines and time traveling. Gratitude is the medicine for jealousy. Gratitude is the medicine for envy. Gratitude is the medicine for anger. Gratitude is the medicine for criticism and judgment. It is through gratitude that we are able to heal ourselves and heal the lives of others. Are we able to be grateful for the beauty in our lives every day? And how do we keep a rich 
social life filled with beauty and goodness and moments of beauty and gratitude. I love the artist's way. I particularly love the part about the artist's date. And I believe that we need to take the time to meet with members of our community or our tribe or people that are vibrating at the same vibration that we are and take a moment each week, each month to be surrounded by beauty. So I'm asking you to take a moment each day if we're not able to recognize the beauty in larger moments, are we able to take a moment each day to connect to the goodness that life offers? Are we able to find beauty in our breath, find beauty in our environment, find beauty in nature, find beauty in a rose, find beauty in a butterfly? How do we connect to something good every day. This is a North Node in Libra. It is that Oshun feeling of finding honey and waterfalls and beauty in each moment. So as I send you on your way until our next episode, I ask you to tap in to the goodness that life offers you each day when you make a choice to find beauty and goodness. Until we talk again, sending you so much love. Bye-bye.